Dr. Helena McMahon is the co-founder of Seabody, a modern Irish brand formulating the next generation of plant-based beauty. With a range of skincare and supplements that use zero-waste technologies, this is a brand that is truly redefining innovation. Let's dive right in. Hi everyone and welcome to Founder Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs about some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Makash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Favel and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Main has been an incredible journey so far and I decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you're an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's would like to welcome our guest for today, Helena McMahon. She is a co-founder of the skincare and supplement brand Seabody. Harnessing the power of Ireland's most potent ocean plants, it is the first ever brand in Europe to develop a beauty brand from seaweed. With a team of scientists on a passionate search for biodiscovery and Helena's unmatched expertise in biotech, molecular medicine and natural science, Seabody is fast becoming a leading player in Ireland's blue economy. I especially love the fact that it is a carbon negative and science-led beauty brand formulating products that not only benefit their community, but also support marine health, or as they say, benefit from sea to self. Helena has truly woven sustainability into Seabody's DNA and cemented her vision of clean technologies as being key to the future of luxury beauty. So Helena, thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, Kat. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here. I'm such a fan of Founded Beauty, so it's, it's a real honor. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, well, the honor is all mine. And so as you know, I ask all my guests the same questions. I'm going to ask you is who in a nutshell is Helena? Yeah, and I knew this question was coming, Akash. So I was thinking about it quite a lot. And I think really, if I was to try and distill down who I am as a professional, uh, I'm a creative scientist. And sometimes those two terms don't really go together because people have a perception of scientists as being quite technical and quite data-driven and very kind of process-orientated, whereas we think of creative people as being maybe much more freer uh, and spontaneous uh, compared to scientists. But to be a really good scientist and an innovator, you absolutely have to be creative. And it's all around how you come up with ideas, how you, I suppose, develop new technologies, how you create new products. So I really do see myself as a creative scientist. Uh, So I kind of want to start a little bit at the beginning of sort of your first introductions into into beauty and, and, you know, personal care. And do you have any memories of, of baby Helena's kind of first moments here? Yeah, that's a really nice question, Akash. The one thing that springs into my mind is being in my grandmother's house and being upstairs in the bathroom and all the family was downstairs and I somehow had kind of snuck off upstairs and I was fascinated by all of the beautiful kind of perfumes and lotions and and bath, uh, bubble baths and bath salts, etc. that my grandmother had in the bathroom. And I do remember taking down quite a number of these different products and kind of experimenting in her sink 
and trying to come up with my own lotions and potions. But one of the bottles actually was quite a heavy glass. And I remember I dropped it and I, I broke the sink. Oh, no way. <laughs> and what was your mind going to? Were you like, oh my God, I hope I, I don't get like, caught? Were you like, what is happening? <laughs> I was like, I said, I'm so sorry, Nana. I said, I was just trying to come up with a new fragrance um, for you. And I dropped the <laughs> bottle and I broke, I'm after cracking the sink. And that's oh. really stuck in my mind. So it's quite funny. Yeah, that is yeah. such, no, I love that. That's a love. And, and did, is that something that kind of also made you spark your curiosity into like, packaging of beauty products and you know because like, one of those kind of moments that you have can quite stick with you for a long time you might be scared to go to certain bottles or as a kid you know yeah no I do remember that it was the really heavy glass but it was it was the combining that really got me mm. interested more than the packaging it was yeah. if I bring this color and this fragrance together and that kind of foams in the water and you know what I mean as in yeah. what's you know it was that kind of formulation piece so I think I maybe I've always been a little bit scientifically minded but it was trying to bring things together to kind of create something that was new was probably what exactly. I was getting at at that age I think I was maybe five or six and then obviously fast forward to when you were going to college university um having that scientific mind I know you studied quite a few different forms of biology whether it was your undergrad master's PhD can you tell us all yeah. about all of that yeah so I was just fascinated by the human body if you think about it like we're these big bioreactors where yeah. you know it's it's like we're like a, we are a form of technology where lots of lots of reactions and lots of things happening so I was always fascinated I was like how do we see why does that happen mm. how do we think uh in terms of our blood what's it for when you take yeah. a blood test how does that tell the doctor that there is something wrong with you and how does the doctor pick a medicine to treat that? So I was just absolutely fascinated by how you discover something is wrong, how you treat it, and how the yeah. whole body worked together as a system. So that was really um, kind of what got me interested in, in human biology and human physiology. So then with my interest in that, I went off to study biomedical science. So basically that gives you the skills that you need to work in a diagnostic laboratory um, in a hospital. And uh, I was doing that and I kind of wasn't ready to, to go straight into the workforce after I finished my, um, my undergraduate degree. So I went and worked in a pharmaceutical company in the US and then I was still really fascinated by how things work at the genetic level, biochemical pathways. And I came back and I did a master's in molecular medicine in the School of Medicine in Trinity. And this is when the Human Genome Project was really kicking off and people were starting to understand genetics and that, you know, yeah. locked inside your cells was this code, which is really loads of data that yeah. um, tells your body how to make proteins, gives me blue eyes, gives somebody else green eyes, makes one person taller than the other, straight hair, curly hair, sickness, etc. So I got really fascinated with all of that. And then um, I went on and did a PhD in genetic and stem cell um, therapeutics. And um, my project was focused on brittle bone disease. So that's basically um, an inherited disorder. So you're born with it. So it's a genetic disorder that impacts collagen specifically. So your collagen is a little bit disorganized and that's what makes your bones weak because in a normal yeah. situation, collagen makes your bones strong and it gives your skin bounce and all of that. So collagen is an amazing molecule. And you can use stem cells then to treat by delivering a normal form of the gene to replace the defective form. And I did that um, for uh, for five years. And then I went and did a postdoc. And then I was got into education, uh, teaching nurses about human physiology um, and and genetics. So that's that was my education journey. And I still work in the wow. university. Akash, I'm 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 a lifer. 
So I'm yeah. still I'm still in academia. So I'm just yeah, it's constantly learning. Once you're in, you can't really yeah. Once you know the the once you're have that addiction to learn, which I think everyone should have. You you can't stop, and I think you shouldn't stop. There's always more to learn, and always more curiosities out there. And and even as we go through our own journey in life, we have new things that come across us. Like now, I'm looking more into health and well-being, and and the whole world of Ayurveda. Not only because I have a brand in it, but my body needs more of that than maybe five years ago, seven years ago. So yeah, learning is is fundamental. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about sort of that seeding into creating sea body so was there that seed that was planted at some point um that you were kind of like I think I need to start creating a beauty brand through all my learnings yeah no I know you know it was never on the agenda it was mm. never on the agenda and it's just amazing uh, and I'm so fortunate uh, as where I've ended up what what happened was um I was I really wanted to move home and I was uh, looking for a role in, in, in Kerry in my home um, in the southwest of Ireland next to the ocean. And um, a role came up, which was um, it was exploring seaweed, so algae, for uh, compounds that had commercial potential uh, for health and wellness. And I was like, you know what, that's really interesting. I think I'd really like to do that. It was kind of applying all my skills in um, in cell culture and therapeutic mm -hmm. development, but applying it to natural molecules. And I thought, you know what, I'll give that a go. And once I started figuring out that natural molecules, when you um, apply them to human cells, can elicit a really potent response. So the cells respond to the natural molecules in the same way that they can respond to a drug as potent way. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow this is amazing. Like it was a complete revelation to me. I'd never considered that natural molecules and the human body could have that much synergy and that much interaction. So in that journey, we started looking at molecules for, for gut health. So how they interacted with your microbiome, looking then at molecules and how they are interacted with skin cells. And it's just kind of went from there looking at muscle cells and bone cells. And that's really got what got me interested then in product development. I was like, wow, you can take these molecules from plants and create natural based products that are really good for your health and wellness because they can act at the cellular and molecular level. And then that's what kind of set me off on saying, right, we need to create these types of products and bring them to the market so people have nature based solutions for health and wellness. That's amazing. And then so when you knew the why then the the next step is obviously the do right is it's, it's yeah. the process and creating it and what were you what was going through your mind then where you're like i need to speak to a lot of people who've got beauty brands or i just need to go ahead and just do it and learn as it you know what was your mind yeah it was like in my role in, in the university i was advising companies and helping other companies to do that commercialization piece so fortunately yeah. for me in in 2018 um, I was approached by a group of scientists and technologists who wanted to set up a biotechnology company to um, manufacture bioactive molecules with health benefits at scale, but using seaweeds as the primary plant, as the source of the molecules. And um, I jumped at the opportunity. I was like, wow, this is so exciting. Collectively, we had, all, we had all of the skills that we needed to develop the technologies, isolate the molecules, characterize them and figure out what they do so that was the first part of the journey it was more around the production of the ingredients and the bioactives mm. these novel phytochemicals 
was the first thing. So we started that in 2018 and um, it was always, you know, you're always thinking application. So if we produce these molecules and ingredients, who will we sell them to? Who can use them? Like who is going to be our customer for the ingredients? And yeah. once we started testing the molecules and seeing how potent they were, we kind of got a little bit protective. We were like, you know what? Maybe we won't sell these now to other companies to create amazing products from them. Let's maybe create our own brands with these molecules, yeah. which we've discovered and we've characterized. Um, and that's what kind of set us off on, on a journey of let's look at skincare and supplements. And it was the data, Akash, that told us what to make. You know, it was yeah. the data that said, this is the product development opportunity. We didn't kind of look to the market and say, are there any gaps we can fill or what's the white space out mm. there? We started with efficacy. And, yeah. you know, when we worked with the scientists and brought these molecules into the lab, it was skin that was flashing up as a potential area. It was bone health. It was muscle health. It was products that are antioxidants. It was immunity. And that's what mm. kind of shaped our NPD pathway then. And I think also what's really important is if you've developed through this research and you've got your own you know, proprietary ingredients, et cetera, I think it is quite important to, to question like that life, that shelf life of that, that science and that, 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 that mm -hmm. ingredients. Sometimes it's better to, to control it and create your own brand because you know how it will be used and, and also articulated and educated to consumers, right? There is that risk that you sell it and then it's kind of out of your control. Um, and, and I think it's also doing justice to the work that you put in over those years, you know, uh, by creating a brand for it. Um, so I think that's a really beautiful story. And, and I would love to now know sort of like, uh, first before the, the products and how, um, you know, what is the cadence of launch and MPD, I would love to know sort of the inspiration behind the name Seabody. Yeah, so it was actually one of my co-founders had that name, um, had that name kind of in the background, in the wings waiting, so to speak, uh, for the range. Yeah. And it was all, it was just connecting mm. the human with the ocean. And it was the sea and the body. So sea body. Yeah. And that, that was quite simply where the name came from. But it was creating the connection. And we have it as well as, you know, you mentioned it at the start, the sea to self piece. Yeah. So, you know, it's really around, it's like a holistic integration, the power of the ocean, the power of the plant for health and wellness and bringing the human and the plant together in this in this way oh that's amazing and then you've got this proprietary ingredient which i've obviously read about and it's um i'm probably going to do it injustice by try to pronouncing it but is it fucoidian no Fucoid yeah it's fucoidian it's fucoidian is, is yeah it's the name of it yeah so it's it's quite a tricky word to to pronounce but it was discovered actually back in 1918 by Swedish scientists. So scientists, you know, everybody kind of has understood, understands algae and, and seaweed are good for your health. And that's been understood for, for hundreds and hundreds of years. And you've got these blue zones and communities of people who have seaweed as part of their heritage and part of their, of their food culture. But it was always then, well, why is it good for you? So back in 1918, uh, a scientist in Sweden um, isolated this molecule fucoidin and started mm. characterizing its structure. And then more scientists started looking at its function. And it's it's this amazing molecule. It's a, it's a giant sugar, really, it's a sugar. Um, and they mm. come in all sorts of different sizes. And uh, when you take it into the lab, it has all sorts of health benefits, depending on the seaweed source that you get it from and its structure, et cetera. So um, yeah. uh, it has benefits for, for skin, 
Um, some of them have benefits for your gut. Some of them have yeah. uh, benefits for bone. It's been looked at in the context of oncology as well for the pharmaceutical industry. So it's really this uh, amazing natural molecule that comes in lots of different forms and that can elicit right. responses from your cells. And that's why it's good for you. It's kind of like a lock and key. It's funny. It's yeah. it's uh, it, interestingly, it's it it unlocks pathways in cells. So that's why human cells respond to it. It's kind of cool. That's for very nerdy cool. scientists like me <laughs> find it no, very I, I love it yeah i think it's um yeah. i mean i uh for me that's why i love going deeper into beauty brands because i am i'm an engineer but uh i still have that mindset of um you know dissecting and i love science growing up even though i, I specialize in the physics route for me biology was my second favorite one i couldn't choose a career in that but i love reading yeah. and learning so i love when i was kind of scouring through a website i was there were so many elements I was like it was just so fascinating and learning about it and I love also how you sort of lead with like your story your circularity sustainability and then the last tab was shop which I felt was quite refreshing because I didn't feel I was coming to be like throwing products into my face it was like really just like educate first you know um, yeah but look you know Akash like consumers now are so savvy and people exactly. are, are oh, they're so into right what is this product why should i buy it what right. are its credentials why exactly. is it different and there's a lot out there you why know, is it different exactly. huge amount yeah. a huge amount exactly. out there and it's you know we all work really hard and we want to make yeah. sure that when we spend our hard-earned income it's it's wisely and it's shrewdly and it's you know yeah. some people have different motivations for for making purchasing decisions and at the moment yeah. we can see there's obviously a huge drive around we want to improve our health and wellness and manage that proactively but we also yeah. want to make sure that the spend that we have supports sustainability is a big driver around um around you know product choices um at the moment as well so i think it's really important to set out um for consumers and for potential customers you know the full story um, of your product and you know you asked there earlier the question you know why did you create the brand what was the impetus and I spoke about you know the kind of fork in the road between ingredients and brand and the key thing yeah. as you said is the storytelling around the backdrop to the brand um, and and the education piece and that's quite significant with a brand that's tech-led um, so yes. you know I think that's that's kind of um, hopefully relayed um, in our website and um, on, in, our, in our product narratives. Oh, it definitely is. And now talking about products, I would love to know sort of what was your first um, product that you launched and sort of explain also then from there what the current range of products are for anyone listening. Yeah, well, you know, Cash, we didn't make it easy for ourselves. So we launched with eight SKUs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. definitely not easy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wasn't um you know some 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 brands would go with one product and then they add and that's a wonderful way to go um yeah. and makes perfect sense but we went with yeah. eight and eight. uh we had yeah we had eight so we had the skincare and the supplements you know because we are beauty and wellness brand which is maybe a little bit of a differentiator as well compared to the yeah. path that companies sometimes take so in the skincare we um we started with the routine so it was the cleanser, the day serum, the night serum, uh, and and the moisturizer. So that's where we where we started out. Yeah, yep. yeah. So um, the cleanser is this beautiful gel cleanser. So we call it a hydrobam uh, cleanser. So it's beautiful golden cleanser. When you rub it on your hands, you um, you can feel these tiny little balls in it, 
and um, their little kind of micronized seaweed spheres. So it's like an alternative to kind of um, little microbeads. So they're little tiny balls of, of seaweed. Um, it's enriched with um, our fucoidin, encapsulated fucoidin. Uh, we have niacinamide in there. We've got beautiful essential oils. And it's, it really smells of the ocean. And um, it really gives you a moment in time when you're doing that, removing your makeup or cleansing your face in the morning or in or in the evening and um, that you just take a little bit of self-care do a little bit of facial massage remove the impurities of the day and um it emulsifies to a milk and then um afterwards your skin is really really supple and soft and i think that's one of the things um that that i think nobody likes that experience of tightness in your skin sometimes after the cleanser yeah. so we are so we spent a lot of time on that and then we were like right so now we need a hydration so we've got the aqua surge um uh serum and that is kind of like our version of a hyaluronic acid so i'm sure you've been on the beach and you've stood on yeah. seaweed and you get that kind of slimy feeling which you're kind of going yeah very like, <laughs> slippery slimy but exactly yeah, yeah. I, you're my, i might hit the deck here and I, we've all you know lost our footing yeah. on on yeah. on slippery seaweed and that's yeah. marine hydration factors so we've captured mm. those in our aqua surge serum and again some beautiful niacinamide and, and, and vitamins um in there to support um your skin and then we had the overnight elixir so that's got seven targets in the skin really leaning into our molecular data around collagen elastin cell renewal and turnover a small little bit of retinal palmitate in there so i call that baby retinol which is lovely for brightening and cell renewal and then we've got beautiful kind of the skin hero ingredients that everyone knows about so in addition to our, our fucoidin and our beta glucan and our and our polyphenols we also have things like phytosqualine and ceramides and vegan omegas complementing um, our bioactives and then we have the glycan enrich which is really one of our hero products um, absolutely flies out the door and it's one of those products that uh, we get a lot of repeat purchases it's kind of like the the gateway into seabody once you buy that we see people come back uh, and look for more discovery uh, within the brand and that's an ultra nourishing skin regenerating anti-aging um, moisturizer for use in the day and the evening super enriched in our encapsulated fucoidin uh, we also have some other um, skin actives in there from from algae and the polyphenols as well, which are these super potent antioxidants. So, you know, people say red wine is good for you, dark chocolate, green tea, and it's because they're antioxidant. Well, it's these little guys, polyphenols, that actually are doing are doing all the hard work. Mm. So lots of those in there and it smells absolutely beautiful. So we've spent a lot of time in the brand around sensory. Mm. So the yeah. feeling of the product and the smell of the product. And the glycan which has um, a real signature scent in there for us so they were the four kind of products in the skincare that we launched with uh, in the first instance amazing and right. and then you launched obviously supplements yeah so in parallel we had the supplements so um you know it's it's the systems approach to health and beauty so we have obviously the topical is working from the outside in and then we have our beauty supplement which is working from mm -hmm. the inside out and yeah. that is really enriched in um in the fucoidin and um, the fucoidin in the seaweed, it's the collagen of seaweed, Akash. So it does mm. the exact same thing for seaweed as collagen does for humans. And our cells mm. respond uh, to the fucoidin molecule to produce collagen and produce elastin and to produce these uh, molecules called gags, which give skin their bounce. So um, mm. we've lots and lots of that active and skin micronutrients in beauty to build your collagen and elastin uh, from the from the inside out and that goes really well for us and then we have a product called movement which is around bone joint and muscle health immunity which speaks for itself 
uh, digestion, which supports your microbiome, and then energy, which is, you know, sometimes we can feel a little bit sluggish and just need a little bit of support to get the metabolism going to enable us to have that bit of motivation and focus to get through the day. And uh, energy works really well in, in that regard. And if someone wanted to, like, say they feel like they need all of those things, they can just take, um, like, a sub, like, can they take a bit of a mixture of like one or two supplements of this yeah day. you know what we don't advise to take lots of of uh we don't advise to take multiples and um, so yeah. you could take beauty because it's for skin and then maybe address one of the other issues that you might have so whether it's movement yeah. or digestion because these um products whilst they are plant-based and f- like categorized as food they do contain bioactive molecules so these are you know they're quite potent and they do deliver health benefits so we would say select the issue that you think is most pertinent to you at that point in time and you know give it a month or two and, and see how you get on and maybe you might find once you resolve that issue your your general health and wellness starts to improve and you don't feel that you need multiple different yeah. things at the same time exactly no i think that's a great yeah. great advice and, and then just one thing about seabridge i love to ask you um so I know like, so you, you guys are sustainably like hand harvesting it from the Irish coastline. Is that correct? Correct. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. And, and can you tell us a little bit about just sort of some seaweed facts, like the diversity of seaweed, <laughs> some of the original benefits, because yeah. people might, some people think of seaweed mm-hmm. as like what you get in like Chinese restaurants, right? That kind of like crispy seaweed. Like there's so much more diversity to seaweed in so many different types of varieties. And I would love for you to explain a bit more about it. Yeah, so so look, basically, seaweed is, a, is it's a plant, it's an ocean plant. And there are forests, actually, of these ocean plants growing out, um, out in the different oceans. And depending on the temperature of the water, you will get different species of seaweed. So the seaweeds you find in the Atlantic Ocean, and maybe up around, you know, by Canada, Ireland, all around there, they will be very similar. Whereas the seaweeds that you might get in Asia and in, in, in the Pacific Ocean and warmer waters will be unique kind of to that to that area. Typically, you have seaweeds that are green and brown and red. They're the three major groups of seaweed. And the guys that you see are called macroalgae. So they're giant seaweed. They're the big guys, the kelps and all of that. Um, yeah. In Seabody, we only use the brown seaweeds predominantly um, at the moment. Uh, we use ones that are indigenous to Ireland. And there are about oh, over 200 species of seaweed that grow um, along the, the Irish Atlantic coast is really where you get all of these um, species of seaweeds. And in the brown seaweeds, which we use, uh, we use Fucus vesiculosus, uh, we use Laminaria digitata, uh, and um, a little bit of Ascophyllum nodosum as well. So they're the three predominant species mm-hmm. um, that we use. And I suppose the Fucus and the Laminaria are what we call underutilized. So they're not um, harvested in, in a huge amount, which is really good for us because then we have an abundance of supply um, of the seaweeds. And mm-hmm. basically the seaweeds are built from all of these amazing molecules and they all have a job to do. And, you know, some of them provide the seaweed with hydration. Some of them provide the seaweed with an immune system. Some of them provide the seaweed with um, with structure. And that's mm. what we're leaning into. It's the functional molecules that are in the seaweed that enable it to survive for millennia. I mean, seaweeds have probably been around for longer than people. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, and I, then... Yeah, continue. No, and just the other point is, you know, it's... As I mentioned, people know that seaweed is good for you, right? Yeah. In general, we don't like people generally don't know, aside from the science nerds like me, don't know why. So if I said to someone, uh, why is an orange good for you? They'd say, oh, it's full of vitamin C and it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, got lots of water and it's really lots of fiber. Absolutely. You say to most people, why is seaweed good for you? They'll say vitamins and minerals 
Absolutely. Mm. But that's less than 1% of the plant. What's all the other magic, you know, that's inside in there? And that's where the gold is. That's the superfood piece is that 99% of the plant that no one talks about. And is that because um, just the fact that there's not many a businesses using seaweed therefore warranting investment into our like you know into uh, kind of data and clinicals um like why do you think that's the case today yeah i suppose yeah i look it's it's there are lots of brands and and products out there that use seaweed but it generally tends to be dried and powdered mm. or sometimes people will do a kind of of a ferment a fermentation um, so make a liquid from the seaweed and, the, and then um, dispose of, of the rest of the plant. It's really technical, Akash, I suppose, is, is mm. the reason. You know, these, these molecules have very technical names. It's not very exciting. But the big thing is that until now, it's been really, really hard to produce these ingredients at scale. And if they, you know, and when, because they're not being produced at scale, then they're not being used at scale and they're not part of the conversation. And that's probably, I suppose, part of the IP or the, the tech development piece in, in Seabody is that we have developed the technologies that can isolate these molecules and ingredients at mm. the scale needed to create a brand and to create consumer products for a global market. And I suppose that's what we've unlocked in Seabody through our technologies is the production of these bioactives in enough quantities to make beautiful consumer products. That's amazing. Well, and, and in terms of like the future of um, Seabody, like what do you envision in terms of, is it more product development, more global um, distribution? What sort of on the Yeah, pipeline? we feel like a baby brand in the way. It's like we're just yeah. out a year. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, we're just, we're just getting going. You know exactly what that's like. It's, it's yeah. a year feels like a long time when you're in the yeah. trenches. And then when you look back, it's, it's, so quick and so um, like we launched two new products three new products actually in addition to the eight i know so we we developed an spf which took we had we had hoped to launch with it but it was so tricky we didn't get it out until until this year so it's an all natural um spf so um it's mineral based we don't have any synthetic um sun blockers uh in there and it's also a functional product so it's it's yeah. a sunscreen but it's also anti-aging and skin protecting and skin regenerating. It's also an antioxidant. And then we have a luminosity mm-hmm. filter in there, which gives you a beautiful shine. So we launched that this year. And then we launched our eye serum in October. Um, so that's been called uh, Botox in a Bottle. It's going really well. And it's because of those mm-hmm. amazing actives. So MPD absolutely is is part of the future um, of um, of Seabody. Um, but I think for, for 23, uh, we're really focused on scaling. Uh, really focus on getting the products that we have into the hands of new customers, getting our story out there um, around the sustainability and the efficacy and really highlighting Seabody as as a lifestyle choice. You know, this is a brand for people who are proactively looking after their healthcare, who want to have um, skincare that's beautiful, that's luxury, but that's high efficacy. And then wrapped around that is a sustainable choice you know it's this is the yeah. product that is compatible with sustainable living and sustainable lifestyles exactly well one thing you mentioned about getting into more customers i think this year there is this whole kind of um lot of articles about sort of like yes d2c is important but the power of you know the, the cost of acquiring customers and the competitiveness mm. it's it can be quite waning off and now it's kind of like the year of back of retail again, right? And brick and mortar yeah. is, is flying. So where are you currently distributed? And sort of is that a big part of your thinking is definitely kind of retail? 
Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't agree more, um, Akash. Yeah. So uh, in Ireland, we, we we launched in October 22 into into Brown Thomas, which is Amazing. Ireland's premier luxury. Yeah. Um, the yeah. yeah, the best. So that was a huge moment uh, for us. Um, so they're part of, of the same group of salvages. So we are we're so grateful for that relationship. So we're doing really well in Brown Thomas and we're in, in multiple locations with them. Um, we're also with um, some, I suppose, um, Irish um, beauty e-commerce platforms. So it's like Millie's, which is like the Irish version of, of Sephora, Space and K. And then we are with, um, we've ventured into travel retail. So uh, we're with um, Shannon Airport in Ireland and we're scaling our, our um, travel retail um, activities in 23. And then we're with a number of um I suppose beauty discovery spaces that are located um, within pharmacies in Ireland is kind of how that how that works. And we're in conversations now around, I suppose, a UK, a UK launch. And again, looking at the retailer as a brand ambassador nearly, Akash, you know, it's exactly. it's it's developing so that yeah, developing yeah, that partnership. Yeah. 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 It's really important because important. um yeah, and it's just careful selection. Um, of that of that retail partner and again the omni channel pieces is is important you know there are lots of fantastic mm. retailers that have really great um online presence and online offerings so um absolutely um we'll be maintaining our focus online but those retail partnerships are going to be critical exactly and i, and I think um one advice i would give to any beauty businesses listening that are you know with the, whether the first year second year third year in that kind of first infant years i kind of think there's a lot of like obviously a lot of brands out there that are distributing quite quickly and, and multiple retailers. And I think for one kind of sound advice I would give is unless you're looking to, to exit in, in a year or two, which I think you shouldn't be if you just started. Um, but if you are, then yes, of course, get your revenue up, go through all these distribution channels. But I think generally speaking, brand building with the right retail partner and taking time to date and before you sign the dotted line of who would be the right retail partner for you, who believes in the brand, who would give you certain opportunities, relevant source space or events or all that kind of stuff. That is so imperative. So um, yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time and you've got to, you've got to date a bit, see who's the right fit, but um, uh, yeah. And start absolutely. step by step. You know? I totally yeah. agree. And I mean, one of the other, um, I suppose, channels that we're looking at are um, the lifestyle type of store. So the beautiful yeah. department store, the beautiful independent you know, Very they have really too. good relationships with their customers. They do beautiful events. They've got really good curation of of um, of brands. And, um, you know, it's um, it's just important to, to, as you said, do it um, slowly, develop deep relationships with um, with the retailers. Like we want people to say, you know what, those guys in Seabody, they're great to do business with. They're just, you know, they're really, really good. And it's just exactly. getting that partnership mentality as as we go along um is really important to us very much so no i agree and i want to ask before we go to fire around sort of in a positive like memory of yours of the last year like what is one of the highlights that you just like, when you look back you're like okay that, that's like such in a moment like i'll cherish forever for the last from the last year oh it's a big question isn't it yeah um well there there are two, if that's okay. That, so there are two. So the first really was was the launch. It was because, as I said, Cash, like we started back in 2018. Yeah. We were in a, an innovation phase for so long because, you know, of, of, of identifying and creating the bioactives and then 
creating a brand and bringing that to market. It was actually getting into retail and partnering with Brown Thomas because of the caliber of the partnership. That was a really big moment for us to to have that validation and, and be out there. And then another really special moment was like we we launched during lockdown. So we mm-hmm. um, hadn't met any customers. So I remember doing uh, I remember doing a trade fair um, in Dublin and Ireland and yeah. getting to meet potential customers and getting to talk to people about the products and seeing the reaction of people who weren't my friends and my family, you know, rubbing the product on their hand for the first time, smelling the fragrance, you know, getting that feedback, having people, you know, say, oh, we, we, we might come back later. And, you know, they head off to look at all the other brands. And at the end of the day, coming back to the stand and mm-hmm. saying, I can't leave without that product, actually. I've been here all day and I, I keep smelling my hand and I keep feeling my skin and it feels so amazing. Um, I, you know, we're going to buy this, this and this. And that was such a validation because I didn't know the person. <laughs> it was like, yes. wow, this is resonating with people. This is really lovely. It's so true. I mean, it's like, you know, we're, we're quite vulnerable when you create a brand and you put it out there. So the launch as well, it's um, like, I, I think those would be two of my highlights. Like the launch is definitely the one you can't forget because it's like the moment you've been waiting for. But then that first first few, and, and even it doesn't get old, right? But like whenever no. they... um anyone really interacts with you organically and says you know your products have changed me or it's helped yeah. me so much or even just I've been really enjoyed them you can't help but feel innately like like just that happiness really lifts you and that's the, the drive you need in creating more and more beautiful products and, and doing what because we do because it's not easy it's not easy every day it's, it's not, not easy always, and you know, you know when when you're when you're creating products that you want to work and yeah. people experience them and they get a benefit like we've had you know the way you get the emails in and yeah. you know there is there is um you know somebody emailed in and said your digestion supplement has changed my life like as mm. in you know it I, I used to have so many problems i've been taking this for the past six weeks and it has really transformed how i feel yeah. that that's like you know what i mean that's why you do that's, us it's just really special yeah it's so true no I couldn't agree more well I, I kind of before we go to fire on questions I'm gonna ask you a very mean tough question you oh know god okay it's a, it's a founded <laughs> beauty island and unfortunately I'm being very strict and I'm well not me let's say security is being very strict and they're saying you can only bring one sea body question uh, one sea body product with you so what is your go-to that you'll bring on this desert island Oh, well, I'd, <laughs> I'm thinking sunshine, I'd have to bring the SPF, right? Yeah. But my heart is saying I can't go anywhere without my glycan and rich moisturizer. Yeah. And why, why <laughs> is can. it your go to? Tell, tell us why is that your go to? Uh, because it just it's it's the sensory piece. Firstly, you know, you put it on your skin, it melts into your skin. It feels beautiful. You feel nourishment. The scent yeah. is amazing. And then you yeah. just feel hydrated. It's just a little bit of a little bit of love, a little bit of care, and you know yeah. this can only be doing good. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the benefits build. You know, you see you see how your skin responds over the next you know weeks to that particular product, which is um, it's always nice to see your skin looking its best. Who doesn't want that? To say? <laughs> I, I completely like, agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always the best. Um, okay. So now fire on questions. These are first thing that comes to your mind. So the first mm. question is what's another beauty brand that you're currently loving? Another beauty brand um, that I am currently loving. Um, I do love a bit of Sunday Riley, to be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had a guest yesterday, and that's what they said. And they said this, and I love the CEO serum. So I was like, Sunday, I'm, I'm hopefully going to get her on the podcast too. So yeah. That yeah. Be, so they've yeah. got. Um, their branding is beautiful. Their storytelling is excellent. Their ingredient curation is great. They have this beautiful new reversatile um, product out now with the beautiful purple bottle. So uh, the storytelling around that and the antioxidants and all of that is wonderful. And their, their products are really efficacious, which I think is uh, is great. So I think they've done a super job. No, absolutely. My next question is, do you have a favorite quote or like a saying that you keep close to your chest? Um, I don't know who said this, right? But I do have a quote that I'll, and I'll have to check into it again, but it's perfection is the enemy of progress. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very yeah. true. I yeah. I remember that one too. Yeah. Um, my last question is if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur, let's even go further and say you weren't in, in the, in the science arena, what would Helena be doing right now? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, patent law and law in general mm. kind of is something that has always interested me. So, yeah, oh. potentially in the legal arena. So I don't know. Is it uh, is it my my desire to kind of um, unpick things and get to the root of things or? Yeah, of what it is or maybe it's because i like a, a good robust argument every now and again a cash i don't know <laughs> who doesn't like, i love that yeah but yeah, that's so, such a yeah. good it's a great answer yeah well helena has been such a pleasure and i want everyone to be able to continue to follow you and and see body and and the journey ahead it's just truly the beginning of something i really feel revolutionary in, in the beauty space so where can everyone follow Seabody and, and yourself even and your socials? Yeah, so I think um, our Seabody Instagram page is very, very active and that's probably the best gateway into, into us as, as a brand from a yes. product and the storytelling and brand values and all of that. So it's at underscore Seabody um, on Instagram and I'm on Instagram at uh, hell.macmahon um, as well. Perfect. And then your website, seabody.com. So I'll put all the Absolutely. links of um, your socials and, and the website so people can just tap straight away. And um, I hope to see you very soon, probably when I come either if you're in London anytime soon or if I come to Ireland, I'll definitely give you a message and we'll, we'll do. A, Absolutely. A Look forward to that. Yeah, it'll be, be sooner rather than later, a casual play. Definitely. No, we'll, we'll yeah, plan it. Yeah, very good. Sure. Definitely. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I so enjoyed it. Thanks, Akash. Yeah.